pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Pitch Please. This is the podcast where people who play games pitch ideas to people who make them. Woo! And uh, isn't that right, Tom? Tom Hazel? Oh, yeah, it is. That's me. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, and we've got uh, two developers with us, but also a special, special guest. Oh, oh. <gasps> Who should we introduce first? I don't know. I'm too excited. I mean, I just said the special guest, so let's introduce yeah. Tom 2, or in, in the purpose of the Yogscast, Tom 1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely you, fall down doing? the ladder there. Um, um, we've got Angor Tom with a hip new game idea. Hey, how you doing? Hello. Hello. Doing good. How's it going? What would you like to be called for this uh, to avoid confusion? Do you have any other nicknames that you prefer? Which we can just call uh, or would you Hazel. Like to Hazel. Us to call Tom a different name. Yeah, just just Tom is fine. <laughs> uh, Tom, I, Tom. I, I guess I can change to like Ace Ace Thorn Rock. Ace. Just ace, ace. or Goose. like granite hard man, something really right, cool, okay, so you know. Pistol, Tom, granite hard man, pistol whip. Okay. Chris from <laughs> Chris from Brunch Club, and also uh, here again this week is Ruta from Landlord Super. Hello, nice. Hello. Um, Hello. So usually Tom Tom's pitch hole uh, is pistol uh, whip. Sorry, oh, yeah. sorry, pistol, pistol whip. Pitch hole is ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Unless we have a guest, which which we do in this case, and uh, he has a a banging idea apparently. Banging. So, please let's let's hear it, Tom. Well, um, the the game it doesn't have a title at all. Um, I'm not a games designer by any means. Perfect. I, we'll I, get there. That's I fine. do. Uh, I play play a lot of games, and um, yeah, I think it's just like putting together mechanics from other games. So you'll a lot of the way that I'll describe this game is by referencing other games and that's, mechanics that I'd steal from those exactly, and merging them all. That's how into... we make all of our games. We just say like, hey, yeah, you remember, remember this game? And did you remember this game as well? What if we mixed them together? Did you want that? No? Oh, no. <laughs> Bam. So that, that's it. Uh, so on the, the simplest level, I'll describe this as the main mechanics that are being stolen are from FTL, okay. uh, SimCity, Oh my god! And Hearts okay. of Iron. Okay. Uh, so could you describe? I mean, everyone I guess knows what SimCity is, but could you describe FTL, please? Okay. Uh, so to be honest, you don't need to worry too much about the whole overarching aspects of FTL. But that was sort of like a okay. um, a roguelike spaceship kind of management game where you you fly along, you upgrade your ship, and then you get to have like random events, and you're just kind of like progressing through the game. And okay. 
that goes like that. Uh, and then what about Hearts of Iron. Hearts of Iron is like a grand strategy thing where you were. God, I've never really played it that much. Um, it's a bit dry for my <laughs> is it taste. Like Civ? Is it just kind of like a? Is it a four X thing? Is that what they're called? Well, there? it's it's like a grand strategy. You're like building stuff and choosing your policies and going to war. I don't know. It's yeah, like a World and War there's II like game. a lot of thought... political stuff in the game as well. Like you can make yourself a communist and you can then ally with. Uh, it's crazy. There's tons and tons of stuff in the game. I, feel, uh, I thought you would be really into that, Tom. I thought you were really into like. Oh wars. man, it's it's a bit too much like a spreadsheet for me. Um, yeah, it's it's Excel, okay. but it's on 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 the world map and set in 1940. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's Art of Iron. <laughs> and SimCity is just you know everyone knows SimCity is a you know so. Uh, Okay, so what are you doing with these three? Okay, yeah, so, what's the combo? <laughs> okay, so the the idea of the game is you're going to play a, a sort of like a roguelike city builder. Um, something that okay. uh, I don't think there are many, many examples of. And uh, so th this is like the, the, the idea. So you are building, building like a city and you'll have like a picture that's going to be old school SimCity style, maybe a bit cuter and like an isometric, everything is tile-based. Um, you know, just putting down little blocks, you know, you'll have your residential, your industrial, your commercial zones, and you'll have to also build, you know, you'll have access to, oh, like, you know, a police station, a hospital, a fire station, and you're gonna have to like, you know, okay. put some of that stuff down just to make sure the, the city is kind of functioning, but have that stuff all pretty, pretty easy going, pretty chill. And uh, it's not going to get like too hardcore in depth. And over time, you'll also have like the option of like if you put down maybe lots more, if you've got more police stations than you necessarily need, then you'll have yeah. like some bars that will say like, oh, your city is more authoritarian than, than not. And over time, uh, you'll have events that will pop up a bit like in FTL. Did you guys play FTL? Yeah. Um, and so the idea would be these random pop-up events would happen. And if you have like certain buildings down in your city, uh, right. that will unlock new options. So it might be like, oh, there's a crime wave. What do you want to do? Like do nothing or send out the police. Whereas if you have like lots of police stations, you'd be able to say, oh, in instigate, martial law right now nice um and uh, <laughs> so how is it, this working with placing stuff down are you, do, are you having like do you just have as many infinite police stations and you can say well i want to just make a city of just full of police stations but then you you're, you're penalized if you do that or is there i think a certain amount that you i think there'd be um some options uh some level of like you need enough people like you're still gonna have to grow the city and collect taxes and to be able to afford all of these like amenity buildings that you're going to place down, um, and so you'll need, still need to be like building to a degree like a little functional city based on it, like whatever its own rules are. Like uh, for every you know square the, of like residential, that's going to bring in one one unit of tax, okay. and okay. you know a police station is going to cost one unit of tax to put down. Um, but then, so not only will like these things unlock stuff, but also if you've got too many police stations, like events might come up that you won't be able to choose like a great option on because you have too many police stations. Like, oh, the big uh, peace okay. festival. Oh, turns out because you've gone down this route, you aren't able to 
Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm just like, I'm just spitballing yeah. here. Yeah. Um, so I'm imagining that everything. Placed too many gun stores and everyone <laughs> <Yeah>. has guns. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that would be exactly it. So, like, you'd be able to make um, policies as well in this game. So, there's this other game that's called Cityscape um, that came right, out okay. uh, a while ago. And. Um, I thought, like, oh my god, they've basically made this game that I've been thinking about for a while. And, <laughs> okay, good. Um, it, it was kind of similar, but it was it wasn't great. It wasn't exactly what I wanted. And in that, it was constantly presenting you with like a law that you have to choose a policy on, like gun control. Is there, you know, m no one is allowed firearms. All guns are banned outside of extreme situations that the police might use them. Then down to like, oh, private security can have them. Anyone can have them if they've got a license um, or just anyone can buy infinite guns. And that would then affect right. some stuff in the game. But it was basically just, does it make poor people happy or rich people happy was kind so, of what the game boiled down to. Um, okay. So I guess in that scenario of like picking that tree, if you say, oh yeah, everyone can have guns, then that means you need a higher police demand, right? Well, uh, so potentially, yeah, you'd have the higher police demand, but then maybe you'd have other events that would, once you've selected something like that, the game would then trigger, you know, this pool of events that's happening will then okay. be like, oh, um, let's say if you were to go a bit wackier, there's a zombie apocalypse yeah, right okay. now. <laughs> and it turns out if everyone has guns, actually you're going to do pretty well in the zombie apocalypse. Whereas if no one has guns... If there's a peace festival, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, that's that's not okay. going to be peaceful. <laughs> so, okay, well, so b b before we get like, I I feel like first of all, I should say this is by far uh, the most in depth pitch I think we've had. That is, it really, really is a lot more than anyone else who's who's come on this before. How long have you had this idea for? <laughs> God, like, um, pro I probably was thinking about this after playing SimCity 2013. Jeez, okay, okay, <laughs> oh my so, God. Um, so this is your really dream like... game. This is like <laughs> the perfect game for you. Yeah, I think it's just, I don't know, it was just like an idea. And then every now and again, I've thought about like, oh shit, that'd be like a fun game. Um, okay. So I'm imagining so they, they... that everything you place has a cost and like a running cost. And, uh, you know, so, hey, I'm going to place this cluster of houses and it costs however much to place, but it also costs two electricity to run uh, a tick or a month, however you want to do it. It costs this much food, but they also they bring in two tax counters a month. Or yeah, yeah. So everything <laughs> sort of tax costs. bucks, Ta tax bucks. Uh, yeah, everything would cost. So how? how what? Like, what's the? What's the end? Like, what's the end goal? Is if it's a roguelike, is it just? How does your city fail? Is it like a, a revolution happens or like multiple fails? So I kind of think that. Um... There'd be a couple of ways of doing it. Like, I think once the city gets to a certain size and you've got more and more of these events happening, it's more likely to fail. You're more likely to run into problems. So is it doomed um, to fail? Like, that's that's always the ending. I think, but... like, part of me likes the idea that it would be doomed to doomed to fail eventually. Um, but okay. that might be a, a little like bit that's going to get frustrating for the, yeah, for the player. Because I don't it, know. Uh, well, the, the, or what if it's like... Because um, the first thing that came to mind when you, when you mentioned, like, a roguelike, City Builder was that game that came out. I think maybe last year's Islanders. Yeah, I was thinking super, that as well. Super mi like minimalistic, like it's really basic um, 
just you just plant uh, you get packages of things like you get a, pa- a farm package oh yeah yeah like, i played played a bunch of this yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a silo you, you did a video on it and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you yeah you put all that stuff down you have there's a, you have limited space on an island which you just ran you you have a randomly spawned island you put that all down and then you have to fill the island and if you do it in the best way possible you, you get points for everything that you put down right yeah so it's just how many points can i get before i fill this island and then once the, the island's filled i go on to the next one but each island and also took just, like five minutes to finish right like you, you yeah it was very place all the houses yeah. you place all the silos you place all the farms and then you move on to the next island if you've got enough points and then you kind of change yeah, it, it was on. very like um, chill and, and casual and so like that's a much kind of simpler version of them well i'm wondering yeah what's like the what's that actually like the play time for each of these cities if it's you know is it really rapid events is money every is everything inflated in such a way that each game takes like 10 minutes. So you place all your buildings, you place all your stuff down, and then boom, random event, zombies. Or boom, oh. random event, peace festival. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of thinking, you know, maybe like sort of one to two hours would be the thing. Okay. Um, maybe maybe like closer, closer to one hour um, that maybe you, that'd be the average. Like a long game would probably run for two, a short game, like you could run into problems and your city collapse earlier. And... Yeah, like uh, you'd have, although it could get frustrating of you failing, I think the way to like mitigate that would be um, have lots and lots of unique buildings that will, you won't always be getting in every single playthrough and, you know, have whatever, like a science center, have a rocket ship, have uh, like a super hospital, have, you know... Oh, so you have to like, like spec a, your city in such a way that it can build towards that thing, but every yeah. game has a different end game building. Yeah, these buildings all the way through, um, all the way through the game, and so you might be offered like, oh, would you like? Here you go, have like a super, a super police station, a super hospital, or a super fire station, uh, for example. Okay. And depending on which one of those you pick, will then open up you to like getting different events or being able to handle previous events that oh suddenly now i've got the super fire station now that there's the giant forest fires happening um that's now giving me a brand new option just to instantly handle that problem that before was going to be terrible okay uh, are you unlocking these super fire stations in is this all just within the same playthrough or is it like a rogue light whereas like are there things like for example say, say if you had a um if you had a run where you had the zombie apocalypse and you managed to somehow defeat the zombie apocalypse and then you would get some kind of item that would then you know like the whole the binding of isaac thing the roguelike yeah. thing where you take things with you from a previous run that you can then potentially use in the next in the next run so maybe just to you know promote replayability uh, that could be just a good way to get people to keep doing new runs once you've done certain things that unlocks you i don't know maybe um did you play into the breach at all yes yeah um, um, maybe you can yeah, unlock new. Uh, so you pl- have like a little team of mechs, and you're playing through playing through this game. And the game is basically the same, but whatever mechs you start off with really changes it up. And so, you know, maybe okay. you can unlock different different play styles based on the beginning of like, oh, this guy he starts out with whatever, like you know, more um, military buildings. He can start out with a military base on the map straight away. Um, someone else can start right, out with. Oh, the the pleasure district, the someone who do casinos, <laughs> whatever. And 
Well, I like the idea that you could, what super building you see at the end of the game, you see it right at the very beginning, you know, like, oh, super fire station, or I don't know, like the CDC building or something like that. You kind of then know a rough course of what events might impact you as well. Because like, if you see CDC and the <laughs> disease research uh, <laughs> building, then you know that over the course of the game, you're going to get events kind of related to that. So at the end game, in the end event, when it's like, okay, I need to build this building to stop this from happening or whatever, it could be pandemic, it could be zombie virus, it could be anything. So you're like, oh, do I build a ton of guns so that they're protected from this end game event? Uh, yeah, yeah. But then maybe having a ton of guns screws you if you have the, the wrong event. Um, yeah. So you kind of learn the events from the more you play. So I don't think it needs necessarily, you know, you finish a game, you've got, uh, bonuses to your future games. I think it just playing the, the the knowledge that you have from previous runs makes future runs easier. Um, yeah, I think I think something like that. Like um, you know, FTL definitely. You the more you played it, you'd recognize events and yeah, you'd know. Oh, okay, like bam, that one's always like a really risky option. I won't do that so much. Um, or I'll definitely get a laser on my my spaceship because that will help me in you know a whole handful okay. of these events that come up. And yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, just having, you know, not all of these buildings would have to be like end game. I think just having like wacky, wacky buildings that are constantly appearing to you throughout the game that you have the option to build. Yeah. Um, means that, you know, it would make you basically you'd have like um, picture, you know, like you're playing Dota and you're going for a specific like build on a character in that. Like, oh, I want to play yeah. this guy more support. I want to play the more carry. Uh I'm going to try out different combinations of stuff and see how much better that works. I think kind of that sort of idea, like, you know, you're specking your your city into it's like a, a different combination angle. of like the skill tree, the spec and and what SimCity used to do with, hey, I want to really have a like a, okay, I've started with oil, so I know I, I can only really do oil, but do I want to then process that and turn it into petrol? Do I want to then turn the petrols and use the plastics? And you can go down certain routes, which obviously stops you from because you've only got so much room, stops you from doing other routes. But you can yeah. like, be an expert, like sort of really go hard on export and trade, or you can you know keep it within your island. But then also pull in resources from other locations, which is what I really liked about SimCity was the how you could basically spec different towns to do different things, and you all come together for a one like you had the big goal that you could do with like the. What's it called? I can't remember. What it's called. You could do a rocket like, ship, or yeah, yeah. there was like the arcology and the the super yeah. the super so think, power station. Like, and that, that's really good because you you start out with a set, not scenarios such. You're limited by the resources you have there, and you have to use them to your best ability. So I don't know whether a game like this would benefit from having like scenarios. So you start off with here's a small town. It's uh, low, really low income. And it's high crime, and it's like you need to get it to here, here, and here by year five or something like, or something like that. Do you know how in yeah, yeah, like Planet Coaster or, or those games, you're like, here's a failing park. You need to have oh, four yeah. star, you know. Have oh, okay, so it's not a sandbox game then. So I think uh, you could have a sandbox mode, but I think the the problem with that is, is when you give people, this is the problem I have with City Skylines is when you give people unlimited ability to do whatever, you just Norm, the the attention just the peters off, right? If you give someone a goal, and then when by the time they've reached that goal, they're they're sort of at the 
the cusp of their attention for that bit. You then introduce a completely new thing, and they're back up there. They're, 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 the interest has peaked again, and it starts to trail off again. But with like things like Planet Coaster, if you have so much freedom, you just you end up sort of confined just doing that over and over again, and you sort of yeah. hinders your progress. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get. I super yeah. super get that. I think like you know having um you know the like the, you know having unique buildings and let's say there's a pool of 200 of them and in any given playthrough you'll only see 10 i think like straight up that would probably help um but in turn i like the idea of scenarios that could be a thing where you know if you want to keep people coming back and playing a bit mm. like um slay the spire had yeah. you know the daily runs yeah um for a long time i was obsessed with those daily runs and i'd play like play them every single day and you know coming up with just like stupid it's like scenarios that you know you just fire out um and that'd be a way just to promote like people coming back and if yeah. the game is short enough then suddenly if you can get this on mobile if you can play it on a tablet or something yeah that's why um, that's why well. i'm thinking maybe maybe compress it down even further so it's not like the two hour games it's like 15 20 minute like you launch the game you see the land and it's just a couple of roads it's not even houses or anything like that you see I don't know, a mountain region or a snowy area or something like that. And then right at the start of the game, you can pick some of the buildings you want to see. Um, yeah, kind of like maybe, sense. it kind of adds like a deck building to it, I suppose. But yeah, you can say, yeah, yeah. I want I want houses, I want hospital, I want gun shop, I want police station. I can only pick five. Uh, I'll also pick this thing. And then you just go with the run and just see how good you can make the city with just those limited resources. And then but in future be- runs... That's uh, true. Can... That would be really good because if you, especially if you know the end goal. So if you say, "Oh, I've got to do this within five years," then you know what you start, to, and then you get that learn over time thing that you like so much. Where you, you, oh, you're like, oh last time <laughs> I like so much that you like so much. <laughs> <laughs> last time I, I, I had two fire stations, and I know that that helped me get to like reach, you know, level 10 fire safety or whatever the skill is. And you're like, I, so I know I need those to help me get that. In, within that time frame but that also means i'm going to lose out on this which i also need so how do i balance that and i think that is where you get the the replayability of i can do this quicker i can do this this faster um well i, I think for me as well like what what i find really interesting is the with with any city builder game the, the most exciting moment for me and this is why i loved islanders so much was the first like five minutes of a city builder game when it feels like okay I've, it's the same feeling as like you know when you start a new world in Minecraft or, or that or that kind of thing where you're like okay the world is my oyster I can do anything yeah I yeah and that feeling like Island was, was really good because it it took that and just made a whole game out of it mm. but I think having a having shorter runs like closer to what Tom was saying is like f- you you, you still mean get pistol that whip feel of sorry yeah pistol whip <laughs> <laughs> thanks thank you. Um, <laughs> Um, I feel like it gives it that more, and also like it's a roguelike. So I mean, like it can't, like the runs can't be that long, right? Because otherwise, it just becomes. Like, I mean, it doesn't have to be a roguelike, I guess. But like, does then it, if if you're playing a roguelike that's like with like hour long runs, is does that become quite draining? Like, is it? Do you want that feeling of like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm ready to go straight in again after this run? I don't know. Slay the Spire can take that long like yeah. i think the average run for slay the spire is about an hour maybe an hour and a half um really okay 
I mean, for most people. I mean, obviously, you know, me and Tom, we're pros. We can yeah. uh, <laughs> we can really trim that shit down to like twenty minutes tops. But uh, <laughs> okay, um, if you're pros, I'd like to, to. What about someone who isn't? Like, okay, Ruta. Yeah. Have you ever played any like? Not, city not, builders like yeah like city builders like do you like those kind of games like i did definitely play sim city um what, the I'm, 2013 one yeah i'm not yeah. really a fan because i just i don't have patience for those things i think um patience I yeah i can't play i can play it for like a day or two and then like i will forget I, i'm not playing animal crossing anymore because i'm just like oh no it's too much so that's that's the exact same problem that i have is that i think i lose and maybe this just means that this game isn't for, for yeah. real root of it like yeah. I, I i lose patience with games that become quite in depth quite quickly like with all like theme like the, all like theme parks planet planet zoo all of those things like after about the initial hour or so goes past of like okay i'm starting to like i love the idea of i love the idea of making this world but actually it's quite a lot of effort yeah um, does like, the scenarios <laughs> thing not fix that for example about those about those games like most of most of the time you you need to unlock like bridges or ships or uh or planes to go to another uh like uh, uh places to get another stuff let's say and i hate it i want i don't want to travel now like i don't want to see, see, <laughs> build the city now i want to right. travel and then build the city but that's that's what yeah. this game is. This is the uh, the city builder to to end all long form city builders, right? This is you 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 have these really compressed runs, so you don't have like say city skylines. There's so many games of city skylines I've started, saved it, think oh, I I really enjoyed that. I'll play it tomorrow, and I never do because I just don't want to reload a game. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it reminds me yeah. of that fucking. If you see them, that video of uh, um, Sips looking through his old prison yeah. architect playthroughs like he loaded it up to the last like to the he hadn't played it for like two years or something and he loaded it back up and the last save file was called this fucking game can suck my ass <laughs> 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 but, but, yeah there's that's so exactly many... how i feel when i like you just get so frustrated with like how long it takes it feels like a real slog so yeah. to be able to compress that and it's yeah very, that'd be the dream it's very like um what's the word line liner no Linear. 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 Linear, yeah. When it's like, you need to do this step, then you can unlock this. And like, because like, there's not much many options in it. I don't know. I think, I think if there's, say, say there's a hundred like end game events and then, I don't know, like 500 mid game events that could happen. And they could be all varying different things. Like, oh, uh, there's a medicine shortage or there's a food shortage or money's gone down or money's gone up or people have guns. People I, don't have guns. Police are going crazy. Please are going just fine. Like, yeah. just I really like the idea of events. that. Like, if you rather than, so how about if maybe, like, keeping the idea of scenarios, but rather than just like the game begins and you're like, okay, this is the end game scenario. There's a, I don't know, there's a meteor coming or something in five years built towards that or, or what. But yeah, you have... Let's like train saying, some Tom, miners to be astronauts. Well, yeah. <laughs> you have some, you, well, yeah, you have some initial like um, like scenarios with a, like a first, there's a one year plan or whatever. And then you like yeah, you have an, a, an early, mid and late game scenario that you build up to. And maybe the final scenario is zombie apocalypse, but maybe the first scenario is <laughs> like a... a, a, a small a minor pandemic or a minor epidemic that's confined to a certain area i don't know or something i don't know but like some something that starts off like a scenario that starts off small and then you can just get bigger and bigger towards the end so you're working towards something yeah i mean look ever since tom said slay the spire uh, it, it, 
<laughs> I, I really want to turn this into a deck building Get game. <laughs> um, well, how, how, would, how would that work? So imagine, imagine, right? Like okay. I said, yeah. you, you open the game, you see the early game, mid game, maybe late game events. Like you know what they're going to be yeah. and they're increasing well, you, you in severity. You know all of it straight away. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, possibly. Okay. Um, but you, you have, like in Slay the Spire, when you start, you've got attacks, you've got defend cards, right? In this, you've got right. houses, you've got shops. <laughs> right. There is okay. th this. This game does kind of exist. Ah, oh, fuck! Really? <laughs> there's, there's a game called Concrete Jungle. It isn't exactly what you're saying, but it is a deck building city builder. No way! Oh. Hang on. All right, got to go, guys. I've got to go play that. Um, I feel like it's both good and bad that most of Tom's ideas already exist. <laughs> well, so okay, so so yeah, you you have these things, and then every like milestone, you then have a new card that you can add. So maybe an event comes up, and it's like. Something really in the early game is something really simple. It's like, oh, we've got low population. We need to build more people. Uh, we need to build more people. Right. Build more houses. Um, <laughs> build them. And and you can be like, yeah, I've already done that. I've, uh, here's my population meter. It's on five or whatever. Um, and that's the prerequisite to pass that event. And that then gives you okay. like, okay, three cards show up, three new amenities that you can build. So police station, fire station, something else, a hospital, whatever. And then you pick from those. Uh, and as you're going through all these events and adding new de cards to your deck, you're adding in the knowledge that this is the boss that you're going to face. This is the event that you're going to go against, right? Right. Um, and I guess if you go through the game like 100 times, you know what the events are going to require, right? But there's there's enough events but, but so, that... like, Are you basically just saying that like the buildings are essentially cards in a deck? Is that... Yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, I am, yeah. But what it comes up, <laughs> event housing crisis, you just throw down a block of flats. Exactly. But, but say or maybe if, like, like, as the... you're going through, like everything has like a bar, right? There's the populometer. There's the... That is what we would call it. <laughs> the populometer, right? And the, yeah. the, the medicometer and the fireometer and the policeometer and all the copometer. And okay. like... All of these things, as you build new things, just raise them up, lowers them down. There's maybe like zero is the base level, and they can go into negative, they can go into positive. But it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily bad if they're in the negative because some events require that to pass it, right? Yeah, exactly. This is, this is, right. you're, you're kind of like hitting what I was trying to explain. Like, if, this is definitely what I want going on. Bam. Um, like, you, you know, <laughs> if, you, if you have low population, an event will come up that might be like, oh, you can. Do you want to build slums? And yeah. they will then have like a negative on your city, but that just instantly gives you five population. But now um, you can build slums. Like you can build slums for four. Now you it can. gives you like plus two but to crime. There's more, there's more crime. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, then yeah. suddenly so you, build you get more, more police crime. stations. And yeah. yeah, you have a degree of like, oh God, like I'm now kind of circling the drain just... I'm now just fighting fires with the cards that are presented to me. Um, I love that idea that you're const it feels like you're constantly like losing, a, like fighting a losing battle. Oh yeah. Like, that, you're that, just that... trying to scrabble. You're just trying to survive. You're just trying to not have yeah. your city completely set It's like fire. Don't Starve, right? Don't Starve is a game that's doomed to fail. Like the only way you win that is by losing, right? Yeah. And surviving as long as possible. That's what Don't Starve is. So, so I don't think it's necessarily frustrating that you I can think die. A good, a good thing, if it's going to be like a deck builder style thing still, I don't know. Card slinger. Where, where, where we are with that. <laughs> but if you, if, say, if you, say if you had 50 cards or something, but you, you need to build them, but five of them have to be negative. So you, you might draw a thing that says like, 
big fire starts in the district, but you you can only ever have five hard cards in your hand. So you know you have to play that at one point. So you need to build up the things to then be able to play that to deal with it to, the, to get rid of it oh, wait, I'm, to I'm burn. Oh. Used to what, like the, the cards are literally a card with a picture of a building on it. It's well, just a building. Is that- you could t- do it in the way that Islanders did it because that was effectively. Yeah, those could be seen it as was cards. Ca- they were cards. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, although they were just like building to the bottom of your screen, maybe that would be a simple like way to sort of like take what is kind of like a card deck building thing without it being a deck. You just have a set it's a amount common of resources that people are familiar with. I guess. Yeah, like yeah. simple, yeah. simple enough. But yeah, I like um, if the what events if- are. Like maybe there's an event that's like fill your hand with fire cards, and you're like, shit, I have to place fires. Um, and maybe you can put them somewhere. Maybe you just throw them out, and they just <laughs> cause a fire. But like, I don't think it would even have to be an event. Cards. You have to if you go into it knowing that somewhere in this pile there's five. I know what five are because I've chosen them. They're not necessarily the chosen that the easiest. Is that I know that I have the cards, the good cards, to deal with these things when I know I have to play them. You don't have to play it as soon as you get it. You can hold hold it back until you've earned it. But you know that it's it's limiting the number of cards you can have in your hand hmm. to progress even further so you have to like you know do one step back to progress two steps forward okay what how about if you were say for example you're as you're placing buildings down you're you're progressing through the game you're 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 like changing changing the economy you're changing the, the population and the culture and stuff and you're progressing through time essentially as well as your city gets bigger Every, like, if there's some kind of mechanic that, I don't know, like, say if whenever you place one building down or when it's something like you, that adds so, so much time to the timer, like one week or one day or whatever. Yeah. But, but anyway, so far, like, say after, after so much time has passed, you have a countdown basically saying that the next event will happen in six months. Yeah, so okay. once you've oh, reached like that, that's like yeah. 12 cards, right? Yeah, yeah. And you, you have no idea what that event's going to be. That's just a random pool of like l- say low tier events the first low tier is like i don't know like what what oh, so it's kind of like, like XCOM. Po- population problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, but yeah maybe that like, kind of, yeah you're scanning and you, it says like oh the next building is going to be built in like a week but you don't know when it's going to be and it kind of happens um yeah, yeah i like that and yeah but, and, and then eventually but the end yeah then the higher the higher tier ones are like okay you have six months and then you start building because you don't know what it's going to be you know it's going to be something big so you you build up some kind of say if you, you're like oh fuck I, I, what if it's going to be an epidemic i have to build up an infrastructure to support that and then you get you get to six months and it's an alien invasion and you're like fuck, <laughs> oh my god I, we have no weapons we've got no defenses for that I, I don't know what to do now and then you suddenly have to you you have to figure out how to survive an alien invasion. No, no, I think it. I think it would be first contact, right? But if your city right. has loads of guns and stuff, then then one <laughs> of the options is just wipe them off the earth, right? Uh, or maybe if you've got loads of like housing and stuff, maybe you can bring them into your city, right? There's loads of different like a first contact has so many different paths <laughs> off of it. But if you if you eliminate them. Then that opens up the event of alien invasion. Like they come back and get revenge. Yeah, yeah. This, this is this is exactly it. That's that's like perfect. Um, yeah. Okay. You know, you have depending on just what you have in your city. Like if you've got, you know, loads of um, God, I don't know, peace peace parks, peace parks, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Zen gardens, uh, Zen gardens. I don't know. Yeah. Then that would give you an option. It would say like, oh, you've got this because you have three zen gardens uh if you've got done the gun things previously um we're going to uh we're going to kill them um yeah 
And yeah. you might, you would always have just like two default options of, you know, talk to them or uh, do not talk to them. And that would have its own <laughs> things. But depending on like stuff that you've built will just give you like more options on these, on these events. And yeah. I don't think there should be anything that's like out of nowhere. Just like everything needs to have a cause, right? Like if you just suddenly say oh, zombie invasion, and you're just like, <laughs> I quite oh, like fuck. the fucking discussion. <laughs> Just act just completely out of nowhere, like just 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 throw just throwing people a curveball and then t- them having to figure out. I think how to you can have some it. curveball, but I if think... you can't have like <laughs> out of nowhere, like all the events so far has been about peace parks, festivals, and stuff, and then all of a sudden, alien. But <laughs> that, the problem is you serpent RNG. People people don't like. Well, generally, people don't like playing something where the game causes them to fail. If that makes sense. So when you when you just throw something at someone and they lose, I mean, they get the frustrated. Spire, right? yeah, but they get frustrated. At the, they, no. they do get frustrated at the game, mm. right? If you okay. say in six months' time, here's a thing, they have time to prepare, and if they lose, it's their fault. Like they they made the wrong decisions that time. When you, yeah, yeah. you that's fair. Yeah, okay. Need yeah, to yeah, give give people like the chance to be able to mitigate all of these problems. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, let's say if you build a, you know, uh, if you've got like loads of hospitals, that might be like oh there's an unknown illness has hit your city and mm. uh if you don't have loads of hospitals it's just like just see how it goes but if you've got lots <laughs> yeah. you can be like okay do tests and it can be like oh it turns out this might be some kind of a zombie zombie thing and that would then <laughs> warn you about a thing that's coming up later whereas yeah, exactly if you hadn't been able to if you hadn't chosen those options earlier or specced your city into that sort of direction then it's kind of your own fault for Oh shit! We just weren't prepared for something like this. We didn't do yeah. any tests. Well, that's um, the thing. That's that's like that's my biggest problem with RimWorld is that there's a lot of stuff that RimWorld does right, but there are so many times I've lost a run because like, oh, okay, I guess I guess there's a heat stroke and I didn't build coolers. Oh, oh, I guess there's a 400 person raid happening now. Like, oh yeah, so, how a am solar I meant to solve that? Happened and all my turrets are offline and then a big yeah. attack came in oh i it, guess i i guess i just die i guess i just lose i guess i'll start again i i suppose but that's that's a game where it does feel like the game is actively trying to to kill you before we before hmm. we kind of try and crystallize it a little bit more uh router is that sounding a bit more appealing to you now like it's not as much as a of a uh just straight up city builder that you're going to get potentially get bored with in the first half an hour. <laughs> it's, it's not yeah. a game you're going to get bored with. That's our pitch. I definitely feel like it's different. And I think that Greg would really love it. I can imagine. Oh, really? Yeah, I can I, I can imagine him sitting there and playing it nonstop. And, um, okay, then, in your head, what does it look like? Like, is it for oh, you? Yeah, to be is honest, it isometric? Is to be it honest, top down? the... Um, Tom Senja's uh, Concrete Jungle, and I've, I love this art, to be honest. It's I love really the nice, way actually. it looks, and I love the character designs. So I imagined maybe something like that. Yeah. Oh, this looks kind of like, this just looks like old school SimCity-ish to me. It Is looks that, like a bit more colorful. Very mobile friendly. Yeah. It's just like brighter, a bit prettier. Um, yeah, it's very... It's very cute. Yeah, okay. And I, yeah, imagine, I imagine... I feel like we should describe it maybe for the audio listeners. <laughs> no, no, I think we I think just, we it's just like look at it. It's like colourful SimCity. <laughs> yeah, it's isometric, yeah, 2.5D, uh, pixel art-y kind of game. SimCity, old SimCity. Um, yeah. It's the best way of describing it. Man, this looks awesome, actually. I'm getting it. 
It's, it's, so this it's looks a, lot a of fun. little bit like those. I'm really um, sad seeing that there's not many reviews under this game, Concrete Jungle. I mean, you say that it's got a 76 Metacritic, and that's that's pretty pretty bloody good. Um, um, I'm looking in Steam page. Router, yeah. <laughs> there's going to be tons of reviews for it after this episode goes live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Actually, for man, a fiver, it's pretty good. The exposure we're giving it right now, oh my god. <laughs> like, four people are going to buy this game because of we're us. We're recommending this and no one's played it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Might be um, awful. But, uh, but yeah, so so are you still not super into it? It's it's a super quick uh, I, I would random try event. It. I would definitely try it. Try it? Yeah. Try it. That's a new reading. <laughs> would you try it? Would, <laughs> you would I'm get the demo. I promise that I would love it because I'm, I'm very basic. Let's be honest. I'm like I'm, okay. I'm, I, li- I like basic games, and I don't have patience. Uh, so, okay. but yeah, I would try. I try it. I'm into this. Into well, it. Well, okay. So, so, what what exactly is it at this point? What um what is like? Can yeah, someone, can someone we've said so many ideas. This game. R- yeah, roguelike, I feel like we've had we have roguelike lots of city builder. Roguelike city builder. Yeah. Okay. Deck building. Is it, and it's not it's not cards. It's it's things that. You could represent as cards if you wanted to. You're basically placing stuff, but you you choose what you want to place. It's a picture of a house on the shape of a card, right? Uh, but it's so, not cards. But it's not cards. It's, <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's lots. blocks. It's wooden blocks, uh, and you throw okay. them onto the onto the built board. Also, it's physics based. You throw the blocks onto the board, and you just oh, have God, to no. hope that no. it lands <laughs> where you want it to. Some feature creeping. Um, oh my God. So you're like, oh, I need a hospital here. There's fires over here, but you throw the dice a little bit too far, too far and you're like, yeah. oh shit! Up, you, there's you, a you fire physically have to throw a bucket of water. <laughs> no. What are the What are those mini city games that you've been playing, Tom? On like you've been re- recording some stuff for your channel, right? Like, a, did you do it a little while ago? Like the the physical cities that I'm talking about. Oh, what is that? Geocraper. Geocrapers. Geocrapers. That's it. So is that? I mean, that's literally just like that you I mean, just have how does it work you just click the the little yeah it's they're just like um little you know desktop toys type thing like that you you don't really do anything with them they're just just cute to look at and you just kind of like click, click so is these that what you're, together is that what you're imagining when you're when you're doing it <laughs> you're imagining no, this like, game playing out i think like you know um having like you know a bit of a map and um just putting just putting tiles down on it and some of the buildings might be bigger some might be smaller um, maybe they'll kind of clump together if you put some together. But yeah, you just are placing these things. Um, you know, maybe fire stations, whatever, will have like a radius that they make people happier if they're nearer a fire station, for example. That's something we haven't talked about yet because that that's an island as well, right? That's like if yeah. You put, well, if you put wheat fields next to a farm or next to a silo or whatever, you get bonuses for that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Can, can was... you just put these buildings wherever you want? Sorry, Ruth. F- okay. Uh, maybe it's totally random, but um, when we were talking about like uh, hospitals and if there's too many hospitals, and I thought like, what if there's too many hospitals? Then people get too too arrogant, healthy, too healthy, or maybe too arrogant, and they don't want to farm anymore. So your fa- uh, like your um, food. Uh, food is dropping because no one is farming and no one is making any food. So you need to balance those things, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's, there's definitely mega ba- uh, downsides to people being too healthy. Maybe crime increases because people are like, oh, well, I mean, I, I could get I could just get in shot a day. and it's fine. Yeah, I'll just crash a car into a shop. I've said that one before, but whatever, it's fine. Maybe they're so healthy, they become, they gain superpowers. 
Well, I think if you take like Roots' idea and it feels like, you know, you're putting loads of schools and universities down. So you're, uh, because you've got loads of schools, that means, oh, we can now build the science center, which gives us something later on. But there could be an event coming up of like, people don't it's want to do nerds, low, low paying jobs <laughs> anymore. Yeah, but that's the thing, everyone yeah. Everyone's too is, smart to do these these menial tasks and then all like, of a sudden yeah. these become really important and, and everyone realizes this those those become <laughs> yeah. problems later so have like events that are rewarding you for doing these like weird builds but also you know yeah. oh there are repercussions that will come from doing these but on quite like a simple a simple way um, yeah one thing yeah. Is, um, but basically every building that you're putting down is uh, is having some kind of immediate impact and some kind of like latent yeah impact yeah. like a passive and an active. it's gonna happen yeah, yeah that's, that's why i'm imagining it on a simplistic level is just everything has bars and all of these events that come up are just five in population rather than large population or something yeah yeah obscure, exactly keep like, those numbers real basic real yeah so real not simple. like ninety thousand people oh i've only got eighty nine thousand. that sucks um uh, yeah. yeah but like one thing i do wonder is, is so i was obviously looking at concrete jungle most of the screenshots are like a, a 10 by 10 grid are we a grid base and then you can expand outwards or is it you've got all this this room like how do you i like i like the idea that you're saying about having an island as a way to kind right. of like um as a limit. way to give you a, a vague like time limit or build yeah. build option and i think yeah. you'd have to play around with how big that island is to how much time you can spend and how much you can really build um yeah but i think like instantly that's that's a way to put an artificial time limit on there. And maybe, you know, you can even choose like, oh, we recommend you play on a, you know, 25 by 25 map. But if you want to play a big game, here you go, here's up 50 by 50, see how far you can yeah. get. Or boom, speed runs, here's a 10 by 10. Like how good a city can you make in the 10 by 10 map? Yeah. And it also means that you have to think about what you want to place. So if you go, okay, I've got this much room. I'm going to place this, this is quite a big building. I need this like now, but later on it's going to become useless but that means I'm not going to be able to build this other thing that I need later if I want to put that here. So uh, if there's like a, just, just you could destroy, build like demolish buildings later on or at a cost. Oh, no. You need to, no, no. Is it, they're there and they're... No, like permanent. Right, okay. <laughs> I, I like the think. permanence of it, I feel like, because yeah. then like, they, that really, really makes think you think about, about every action. Yeah. 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 I feel like you should be able to get events that allow you to destroy some buildings at a penalty, like a big penalty. Earthquake. Um, maybe like an earthquake <laughs> happens and you've got that to like rebuild. And, and you've got to um, So it's like earthquake, choose three buildings that you want, just like three buildings will have oh, to Oh, I go. see, like a sector. You can choose, oh, yeah. right? Earthquake's so it's... definitely random. <laughs> definitely random. <laughs> yeah. could, you like, could you like renovate them after some time? Yeah, I feel like that would be yeah. a thing that you could do, like upgrading buildings and stuff I mean, maybe like that's, that would be. If, if it but is then per perhaps that's only if you right? have if you put like so so many if you have so many like government or civic buildings that will increase the rate or the likelihood of like areas being renovated that have been damaged yeah yeah or something. Mm. No, I think that's like especially with this, like because it's stats based. If you say oh well, at a base this level one, you know block of flats does this much this much this much over time i can if i if i build these things to fulfill the requirements to level it up then i can then level it up for a small cost but i know that those stats are now even better yeah exactly i think that that's like a really good really good idea like you know you're starting out 
and you know you'll be putting down you know residential tiles and like yeah. whatever like a little tile will have just a couple of like tiny little houses on but mm. the moment that that has access to a bunch of different things that are in your city those will start to get bigger and then we'll be sporting more people but then when yeah. you have more people that's going to create more problems and uh yeah i think like you know have your city kind of growing like that like you mm. know growing up as well as like out uh, yeah if that makes sense yeah 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 i think yeah i think that that helps it sort of um it gives you micro goals to want to achieve along the way Rather yeah, just, just like tiny little areas that you're like, oh, I want, I want this little district to be better. Um, yeah, and if like you've got these pre-made maps, and you know you've got rivers and uh, you know mountains and stuff like that, maybe those are going to give you effects as well. Like you know, oh, buildings on the waterfront are going to be more desirable than you know buildings that are just not. Not on the waterfront. People yeah, like maybe there's the only certain buildings you can only build on a mountain, like an observatory yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly that kind of stuff. Man, I am I'm into this. Like, I think it's it's <laughs> one of those things where it's like super super quick, like playtime. I think well, it's not super quick, but you know, you can play it like forty five minutes, like a Slay the Spire run. Like it's as fast as you yeah. make it, right? But it's a lunchtime. There's enough. It's like there's enough intricacy in there, and enough. If there's enough random events as well that every time you play it your city looks totally different at the end to your previous run because of these events because of the buildings you get or whatever i i think it's super cool i'm 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 into it i like it i like it a lot boom i should love we, it should we do a quick <laughs> should we do a quick roundup we'll how, do the, the, uh, how about the roundup you? yeah so tom i guess <laughs> i guess you're in well, oh yeah, no, I'm uh, no sorry, I'm I'm Ace Pistol Thunder whip. Bang, aren't I? Ace Thunderclap. Um, <laughs> sorry, yeah. yeah, Ace Ace Thunderclap Iceman. Uh, no, the Thunderclap. Thumbs up. That's not. You, you don't say the word Thunderclap. You actually have to make the noise. You make so the my noise, name, right? Okay. My name is Ace. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, I never normally do so these. Uh, cool. Yeah. No, I would play the shit out of it. Uh, would I make it? No, because I can't make games. I think it's cool though. I think it's very cool. Um, I think I I love the idea of it. I love the idea that I would play it. I think re- realistically, I probably would play one run of it and then get frustrated because I, my head just doesn't really work with those games very well. On, <laughs> Islanders is about as far as like the roguelike kind of st- like city builder goes for me. But wouldn't I you think... want to see what other runs would look like though? Well, I would. That's it. I would love to watch other people play it, but I don't think I myself would play it. I d- I don't know. I don't. Know. I would either just play one run and then be like i can't do it or i would just get absolutely like enveloped by it and i would so what you're saying is alex you would watch twitch.tv forward slash angori tom play it yeah i would watch tom play it yeah um chris how about you uh yeah i would play it so i'm, I'm really in- intrigued by the look of concrete jungle and i think the when we got rid of the sandboxiness of it it interested me more Again, I'm. I just. I think when I am confronted with, hey, let your imagination run wild. My imagination runs off, and I like just <laughs> yeah. don't know what. To, I'm just like, this is too much. And then I normally just go into debt straight away because I'm like, that's the thing oh, with the scenarios like, thing. I'd I'd love to see people like doing runs of it where it's like, oh, I'm doing zombie apocalypse on a ten by ten grid, and people are like, what? That's insane. Ten by ten. It can't be done. <laughs> Mom, get uh, the camera. <laughs> so does that mean you would make it as well? I mean, yeah, your I, kind I would, of game. I like, I like stat kind of games. I like, and uh, I like, I like if things look nice. I like the really satisfying 
plonk that you get from Sim City when you play Sim <laughs> Yeah, it's a very I feel like this is a good Alistair game as well. I feel like Alistair would oh, be Alistair loves in some stats. Thing. He loves a, as I as I always say, he loves a good back end. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it, yeah, I, I would. Yeah. And Ruta, how about you? Okay, well, in terms of the artwork, you seem pretty excited about that, right? Yeah, I would definitely, definitely make it. Um, it Trap. looks, it looks uh, really, really fun to do it. And I never did something like that, like from that kind of perspective and just that kind of game. And I would definitely try it, to be honest. I'm kind of, kind of. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I feel like the only one who said kind of a slightly negative thing about no, not a That's negative. You. I think That's it's you, a great Alex. idea. I just think. Wow. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would I'm try sorry. it. I'm not promising that I will play it very, for a very long time. Like, <laughs> like uh, play the demo. Uh, Ruta, you, you did great. You gave the exact answer we wanted. Alex, on the other hand, oh my God, <laughs> just shut that shit down it's straight mostly, away. It's mostly positive. Mostly Honestly, positive. we're going to be lucky if this episode goes out. Alex hates the idea so much. All right, well, thank you very much. Uh, well, thank you, as always, Iceman. Oh, my God. Tom Crete Jungle. Tom Crete Jungle. Tom Crete Jungle. I love it. Uh, right, no, it's, it's, can't a, be that. it's a city builder. It's got deck building stuff. Random events. FTL. FTL. CTL. CT. CT. City than light. City. Like city lights. I like that. Like city light. But it's L I T E. L I T E. Okay, city light. Oh, no, it's C T. Light, L-I-T-E, C-T-L-I-T-E. Why the C-T? Because it sounds like city. <laughs> um, uh, and C-T stands for... That, that's that, that's my initials in reverse. <laughs> nice. Ooh. Oh my God, perfect. 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 Okay. Right. But, but the C-T <laughs> right, well. stands for city... Transport. City transport light. Yeah, sure. Perfect. Okay. All right. Well, Wait, so the C Iceman? in city yeah, stands yeah. for city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, T, the T in city stands for T. Okay. <laughs> Chris and Ruta, thank you very much uh, again. And uh, Tom, thank you very much. Iceman. Wait, what was it? Sorry. Iceman. I- Ace. <laughs> Iceman. <laughs> Amazing. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's City City Light. City City Light. Great, great, great. We'll see you Thanks, next everyone. next time. Thanks for listening. Oh my fucking god! Bye. 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 Bye.